0: Journey into the Mystic with the Reverend John Dorhauer, General Minister and President of the United Church of Christ. We do not grieve as those who have no hope. So wrote Paul in his letter to the Thessalonians. Do not live in fear, little flock. It has pleased your Creator to give you the kingdom. So wrote Luke in his Gospel. These being the words of Jesus all shall be well and all shall be well and all manner of things shall be well. So spoke Julian of Norwich as her village suffered from the plague. I've been rehearsing these words over and over again in an effort to fight off anxiety, fear, fatigue in the midst of a global pandemic, ongoing terrorism at the hands of racists in our country and an election cycle with gamed out scenarios that see our democracy threatened. And I ask, are these just words? To be more than words, one must indeed be able to name the hope to which we cling. It cannot be out of reach, it cannot be ethereal, it cannot be intangible. So, wherein hope? I spent an evening last week having this discussion in the Sukkah of a friend of mine. Mimi and I commiserated with him and his wife, and that two devout Jews and two passionate Christians could spend an evening together wearing masks but sharing conversation reminded me that. Divisions that have in the past caused rivalry and distrust could indeed become seeds of mutual love and respect. Saturday evening last, I attended um, commemoration, celebration, giving thanks for the fulfillment of a dream years in the making, as the Tri-Faith Initiative in Omaha, Nebraska dedicated the permanent residency of a synagogue, a church, a mosque, and an interfaith center on one 38-acre campus. In Douglas, Michigan, there is a small rural church filled mostly with retirees worried about showing up in long lines to vote or about their ballots getting lost in the mail, so the younger members formed a pool of volunteers to shuttle the retirees to a location where they could safely drop off their ballots to be counted. I spent an evening last week on a call with a church on the west coast, mostly white, They had hard questions about my and our denomination's support for Black Lives Matter. They were wrestling with their privilege and wanted to hear more about a movement that they were being told was violent and disruptive. Over almost two hours, they listened deeply and intently and graciously received what was shared with them with an openness that risked real Mm -hmm. transformation. I have received countless letters and emails from partners around the world. One note from the Reverend Nigel Uden in Cambridge, England told the story of a pastor who was called to serve the church in Coventry, England after it had been laid to waste in the Second World War. Nigel shared with me that the pastor who had agreed to serve the church did so when a deacon there told him this, About the bombing. There is no change this church cannot endure as long as the gospel is preached in the kingdom extended. Hmm. Maybe I'll add those words to the words I started with. There is no change this church cannot endure as long as the gospel is preached in the kingdom extended. In all of these, episodes, these incidents, these events, and many more besides, I find some hope. Is it enough? Well, I'm still smiling. I'm still thriving. Yes, I'm still grieving and I'm overly tired and I'm worried that America could be imploding. But I see enough to justify hope in the midst of all these feelings. Yep, I see enough to maintain hope. For we do not grieve as those who have no hope. We do not live in fear, little flock, and we know all manner of things shall be well. So where's your hope? Name it, Uh, out loud, to another, or just to yourself. And please, God, let it be enough, this hope, to cast out the grief, to overcome the fear, and to relieve the exhaustion on this, our journey into the mystic. Into the Mystic is brought to you by the United Church of Christ. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, You're welcome here. Find us at UCC.org.